Hello, creative people. Welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron, and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free-flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute, it is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Danica Glenn. Danica is an artist, certified Wayfinder life coach, and founder of learningtofly.org. She is on a mission to help creatives find their voice, increase their confidence, and align with their purpose by reconnecting to their creativity. Danica, welcome to the space. Am I in? Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, Hollis. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> it's like this Star Trek thing where you kind of go into this space and you're like, did I make it? <laughs> oh, I was like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> I know it's the excitement of all the brand new territory, right? <laughs> yes, just happy to be here. I made it. <laughs> I'm happy that you're here too. I just read the littlest about you. Could you, before we dive into our deep conversation, um, can you tell people a little bit more about yourself, please? Sure. Well, that's um, it's a broad question. <laughs> how do I summarize myself up? Whatever you want to point out. I think the most important thing to know about me is that I'm an artist. And it took me a long time to say that with confidence um, and to stand in that power and all that creativity embodies. So it expresses itself in in many forms as a, as a coach, as a performer, as an adventurer. Um, and I would just say a lover of life. Mm, I love it. That's why this is going to be such a rich conversation because your background is so varied and this is what I love. This is why I love talking to so many different people. Cause you really get to hear all these different experiences and perspectives and Yours is really rich, so this is going to be fun. So here we go. Ready for our would you rather question? I'm as ready as I'm ever going to be. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Okay, so Danica, would you rather be able to slide down rainbows or jump on clouds? Hmm. 
I'm very attracted to both. I'm going to go with jump on clouds. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of that broad perspective. Like that's the image that came to mind. Um, whereas sliding down in the rainbows, I saw as um, more getting into the details of things. <laughs> wow, look at you. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping on the clouds, a broader perspective. Wouldn't that be fun? Like this like trampoline where you're just like, boom, boom. <laughs> yes. Being able to see everything, take everything in yeah yeah wow okay okay cool so first official question is how do you define creativity you know i thought about this question a couple of weeks ago when i knew it was going to be on your show and i'm like gosh how do i say that I would say to me, creativity is a direct connection to your soul. Um, I feel like it is the essence of what we all are. And creativity is like expressing your soul's purpose. Ooh. I want to say that's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I want to say that, but I'm just like no filter. I'm like, wow, expressing your essence, your soul's yeah. purpose. Like that's not a small thing. I don't um I don't think it's a small thing. I think that that's the way. I know this is going a little off topic, but I feel like that's the way for us to get back to a place of joy mm -hmm. and adventure and just like engagement and being alive. Like, I feel like that's the whole point is to express what we are. And that is creativity to me. Um, it's, yeah. Understand that there is no way to go off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because I'm like, well, I can kind of go here and kind of go over there. There's no way to go off topic. It is all inclusive. <laughs> so because it's a conversation, you know, we're having a conversation based off of this subject matter, which everything leads into if what you're saying is that creativity is our soul's essence. That's kind of everything. Yeah, I feel like it is everything that we are. And it's almost like in a way, it's like the power of it when you are aligned um, can be, uh, I would just like, gosh, what would be the word I would say? Um, maybe a bit overwhelming when you, mm. I feel like when you understand all of us, like the power that we have <laughs> um, and then like with creativity, it's just been such a, man, a deep healing, mm. you know, um, in so many ways. Cause it's like, you know, kind of back to that definition, it's like truth. If I had to like sum it, it's like truth, your truth. Mm. Yeah. And it can, it can take a little bit to get there. Right. 
Yeah. And then even getting there, when you figure out, I would say pieces of it, because I feel like that's the journey as you learn a little bit here, you learn a little bit there. And then how do we put this together? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a bit of a, for me personally, I would say just a fear because in that standing in your truth or standing in your power, you're not trying to be like everyone else. So mm-hmm. there's no reference point of how to be. It's all like coming from within. Oh, I love that. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's okay. It's just so I feel like for that reason, that can be a bit scary. Mm. Yeah, because there's no reference point. Like you said, like, this is new. We're figuring this out. It's like, huh, okay, there's no map, no roadmap to look at. There's, you're not looking to somebody else for, for how they did it. You're figuring it out. And trusting ourselves. There, yeah, boom. Like, that's the, I feel like that's the name of the game if, you know, in a one word summary, like that's it is learning how to trust that inner wisdom, because I feel like that's, again, what creativity is, is in expressing that. And it only comes from within. So you have to be willing to trust your yourself to show up and express that, whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. So can you please tell people, because you have such a varied background, Sure. Um, let's kind of go back and tell us some more of what you've done before you've arrived at this point. Okay. So, man. All right. So I officially completed um, certification um, as a coach. Um, well, two different certifications, but 2020 to uh, the beginning of 2022 is when I started that. But prior to that, Um, For several years, I was a flight attendant. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's like with that creativity, again, that ability to express, like for me personally, it's that that adventure and wanting to explore and know everything. Um, And so I had that opportunity for many years to explore different places, different cultures, different language, different food, different climates. Um, It was just so... I lovely. It was a, it was a lovely experience. Um, and then prior to that, you know, um, I spent some time as a dancer, a model, um, of an incarnation before that I worked in healthcare. Um, (laughs) an incarnation before that. I love that. (laughs) It's like all these various, um, forms of expression that the desire to connect with life um i hope that wasn't too brief i am a person that's kind of very concise and right to the point no it's not too brief at all but you know what actually so this is the point so in you saying all of this you're so beautifully saying that it's these various forms of expression So in doing these different things, you were very, you were almost kind of painting a picture and being a flight attendant, you were using words like express adventure, explore different cultures, foods, climates, 
-hmm. Like that it's not just being on a plane, <laughs> like right. going from place to place. You just in those few sentences that you did painted a picture of more of what that experience of what that expression is. Yeah. And, you know, with that particular incarnation of my life, I feel like there was um, such a rich variation in experience on a, my gosh, a daily basis in terms of the people that mm -hmm. I um, had the opportunity to interact with. Um, and I feel like as an, as an artist, we, you need that to almost fuel your creativity, you know, the, these experiences and, and being able to put them together in different ways. Rather than doing the, like for me, the adventure, the exploring the new things, whatever the new thing is, just adds and uh, just, yeah, it gives me momentum and, and variation in the things that I can express and put together in different ways. Mm -hmm. So, so many great words, and I'm going to say it out loud so I don't forget <laughs> So you can kind of remind me, but I want to get back to the word connection um, and variation again, but I kind of want to dial back even a little bit further. So you've always kind of, um, even though you said it was hard for you to label yourself or you say, I'm an artist, mm -hmm. you, you saw your, you did see yourself within this realm when you were younger, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was the kid that, you know, wore bright yellow high tops and shaved one side of my head. I love to paint. I love to, you know, love to draw, to read, to write. I wrote music. I played, you know, played musical instruments, um, spent hours choreographing dance routines. So absolutely. Yeah. So with that, so when did it, when did that translation get a little lost for you that it was hard to say that you were an artist? I think that that more or less came up around, I would say high school in the younger years, because my, my mom, I would say is an artist that closed herself off in some ways to that experience. And so I'm saying that because I feel like there was space given to that ability to express in that way when I was younger, but it was when I got older, it's just, it's so outside of the norm. I, I hate to say that, but that's, there's yeah. no other way for me to categorize that in that, you know, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Well, I wanted to be five things, right? It wasn't, mm -hmm. I'm going to just be this. And so I think that that just wasn't, accepted even though no one i have no direct memory of someone saying that explicitly mm. to me i feel like it was just kind of implied and frowned upon mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like yeah i do um yeah and so i you know when i was younger i was like oh i'm gonna be a nightclub owner i'm gonna be a fashion designer i'm gonna be an attorney and then you know and they're like what like <laughs> <laughs> okay you're gonna be all those things okay um all right so that's 
I think that's what I mean. The For me, it's like that variety, again, coming back to the experience that it was kind of like, no, you, the expectation was almost like, well, you do it like this, and this is the right way, and you only do this, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I didn't have um, anybody in my life that I can think of at the moment Um, as parents, um, when I was a teenager, for example, who had multiple careers, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, I went to school, and I'm a nurse, I went to school, and I'm a lawyer, or I'm a this, and that's all I am. And I just never saw myself as that. So I think that maybe made me feel like I wasn't somehow allowed to say all of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you had no role models. And what you were saying earlier, when when people weren't necessarily saying out loud or outwardly to you that that sounded ridiculous to them, there could have been the body language or just like the subtleties of things being said, which is what you grasp onto. Yeah. You know, you hear that or you see that when you're younger and then you're like, oh, it's like that. I always have my, my kids, you know, I can't make a move without them seeing something. And I didn't even know I had it on my face. Like I'll just all of a sudden have an expression and they're like, what's wrong? I'm like, what? Mm. I'm just, they're like, you made a face. I'm like, I did. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I'm just thinking, (laughs) but, but it's the things that when, you know, as adults, we see it too, but especially when we're younger, we pick up on that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, also to um, just a random thing that came to mind is I was I was reading an article. I don't know where, but what was interesting about it is it was talking about the uh, people who are highly creative and some of the traits that they exhibit as Mm -hmm. children. And something I found very interesting about that, it said in females who tend to prefer, you know, create creative expression, because I feel like we are all that, but really into that, mm-hmm. tend to be more dominant personalities, and that the men who are more creative and identified with that side of themselves tend to be um, a little bit softer, mm. and almost like more in their feminine energy, not as aggressive, I believe was actually the word, as typical males. So I'm saying that because I'm like, huh, maybe, you know, that's, that's it at the essence of that ability to express and know what I want, that that wasn't welcome, you know, Mm. as a woman. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I was, you know, as a very young kid, always clear about that. I didn't, I was okay with being the, you know, the different one with the shaved head on one side. And like I said, the yellow, bright yellow shoes. And I just, I was okay with that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. And I, I really, I appreciate that. And I can, I can see that for sure. Um, Cause that can get kind of quieted down when you come off being bold. Mm Mm-hmm in that way. And, um, 
I almost then thought of like the yin yang with the balance of the of the male female um, energies. Just when when you feel like when you get to that space and you feel um, comfortable where you are. There's that, those times when you are the stronger and, you know, there is the boldness, but then we can't be in, in the bold 24 seven. Like we need to have a balance of yeah. the softer too, in order to be, um, to feel, to feel at our best, to feel the healthiest. Yeah. Yeah. I would say to even take that a step further, I have no idea what the experience is for for kids now, younger kids in school, I will just say, you know, my time, my generation, I think that there was just these expectations placed on girls of, you know, be subservient and submissive and, you know, don't stand out too much because, you know, people mm. won't like you. And so that like, that was kind of the messaging, mm. I think that was happening for me and why, you know, why I think that's so important, just making note of that, of not fitting into that box, being, being more in my masculine energy, as you're saying, as a kid and like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. And I think it varies. Um, I can't speak directly, you know, not, I'm not a child in this time. But seeing kids, I think it, again, varies on the personality, but there is a lot more confidence. Um, and it's kind of allowed, like my daughters, in certain ways, like she'll just stand up against thing, something that somebody says, or if an adult says something that she doesn't agree with. And I'm like, I, I get you. And you're right. Just sometimes watch your tone, just in the way that you come off. And she's like, if somebody is rude to me, then I get to be rude to them. <laughs> like she just stands in her power. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't take it. Like she just doesn't, she doesn't take it. So there is, and a lot of her friends are very similar. Yeah. And I love how you pointed out too, like the personality, like that definitely filters in because if you're already more of a extroverted, for example, type, I think you would naturally exhibit those kinds of traits that willingness to speak up versus maybe being more introverted maybe a little mm -hmm. bit more reserved and uh, hesitant yeah yeah such an interesting journey so here we go from childhood and then you went into healthcare, and then the flight attendant and then now being where you are with your coaching tell us more about the life coach and the founder of your organization, being the founder of your organization. Sure. Um, so with the coaching thing, I feel like I really came across that and had a strong interest in it in the last 10 years. Um, I was a self-help junkie. Uh, you know, if you will, I don't know what else to say about that, but like personal development, you know, on steroids. So every book that you can think of, I have probably read it and then some, um, but just kind of this um, obsession with growth and evolving um, into 
more self-awareness to making more conscious uh, decisions and just wanting that transformation for myself, like being able to stand in my power with confidence and um, being able to minimize like the inner critic and take the risks that need to be taken to, um, to really like lean into your potential. And mm -hmm. so that's really the interest for coaching for me and why I decided, you know, I started blogging about it, uh, you know, five years ago before I actually said, all right, I'm going to go do the training and get the, the certifications. But um, it's been so powerful for me in my own life. I just look at the changes that I've been able to make just from coaching, just the mindset and combining that with creativity, because I lean more into creative, um, using creative tools to bring that transformation. And so the goal, even with like learning to fly, I feel like in a lot of the posts on my website are really directed at my younger self, like real, real, you know, much, much younger self. And then, you know, in the last couple of years, myself, say, I don't know, five years ago. Um, but just wanting to, to evolve and help others do that and to, to really know from my own life, the, just the healing and the joy and um, the fulfillment that comes when you, you know, end up with some great coaching tools and just the, just the, the shift that can happen that's happened for me in my own life is just unbelievable. I'm not the same person at all. Mm -hmm. Like the core is the same, but I guess what I mean by that is like behavior. So a lot of the, you know, the people pleasing, the self-sabotaging, um, the negative um, self-talk that I feel like stops so many of us that lean into that creative, that expressing of the yes. soul. Those are the blocks yes. to work through. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. On every level. It's crazy what we do to ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Such a waste of time. All of, this, all of this negative self-talk, it's like, what the hell? It hurts your body. It hurts. It, it physically causes pain. It makes, I know for me, I literally mm -hmm. get achy. I get tired. I get moody. I get like all of these things that don't have a great, which I, doesn't necessarily show up with my connection. So here's the word eventually that I want to go back to. It, it doesn't, it can affect obviously how I connect out in my business. Cause I I'm shut, I'm shut down more myself. Yeah. If I'm not open, then I can't connect with other people. And then my family, my poor family, like <laughs> they reap the benefits of, of all of that when I'm feeling not in that great headspace. Um, it doesn't do anything that really helps you, except I could say, from my point of view, that when you're finally aware that it's not serving, it's a really good contrast. Where it's like, I don't want that. I'm not doing that anymore. It doesn't feel good. 
I am moving up the scale, like Abraham Hicks says, you know, up, up the emotional scale. Because uh, I, I don't want to feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say that, I mean, my God, for me, in moments I have now, and then looking back at where I was when I like had no <laughs> self-awareness at all, um, I would just say that even though I could say, hey, I don't want to feel like this, it took me a long time to really understand that I guess my personal belief is our experiences are limited or enhanced by what we believe about ourselves. So I feel like the real transformation with coaching, whatever tool you use is transforming that belief system. That's yeah. everything. Cause it's like, when you open that up and like you said, I can let go of that. I don't identify with that anymore. Um, wow. <laughs> it's like night and day. It is. Yeah, it really is. So how, how do you help? Like maybe just tell us like a technique that you would use to, um, to work with people to help them find their creative voice. One of the things that I think is, most powerful um, with finding their voice is maybe journal prompts. For example, I, I won't give you something specific, but mm -hmm. um, one of my favorites is like the truth is right. And just fill that out quickly. And what you will notice typically that's a way to usually kind of get to the deeper parts, that truth, the soul or that creativity that wants to be expressed. And then usually immediately there's your inner critic, right? Or, well, you can't do that. Well, that's just dumb. Well, nobody wants to hear that. Like whatever the thought right, is, right? Right, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the power for me, the most, one of the most effective tools besides that, the journaling prompt is then questioning the belief system or questioning these thoughts. Because I think so many times, myself included, we think we're not in control, like a circumstance happens and we think it's causing us to feel a certain way. And we don't understand that in between that circumstance and that feeling is a thought and that's those beliefs. And when you can see that and then instead of just like letting it run you like, oh yeah, of course that's the truth because that's what I'm thinking. And you can pause and go, wait a minute, is that true? Right. Wait a minute. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know about you, Hollis, but I've definitely had the experience of coming up with something new, um, wanting to take a, a risk, a creative risk. And my inner critic will say, well, you, you can't do that. You've never done anything like that. And in fact, if, if I pause and question a thought, I can go, but I did do something like this before. Isn't that interesting? Right. But my mind tells me that, or, you know, my, that I can't do that, or it's not possible, but I can find the evidence that in fact, I have done something similar or succeeded at something similar in the past. So to hone that all in, that's, I feel like the, one of the most powerful tools of um, coaching is questioning the mind and the thoughts that it will offer up to you when you want to 
find your voice and express yourself and all that fear that comes up, all that fear talk. Yes. So much power. I just had an image of my head and I'm almost like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> it's this back and forth of like the angel and the devil on your shoulders. <laughs> yes. And it's like, what do you say? That's not true. That's not how I feel. Do I feel that way? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and yeah, because as you're writing these things out, um, I found that very much too, where, you know, it's that you have the prompt or you do like the stream of um, consciousness writing and you just yes. give yourself that time. And I've gone back and looked at it and I'm like, that was channeled. Mm. I don't like that. It just flew out. And some of the things that's where I've gotten like a lot of my taglines and things because they literally just came out in the writing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. It wasn't, is, it was stuck in the head. Yeah. I love like writing for me, like for sure. It's like everything. What, what you made me think of when you said that is I'm going to butcher it, but it is a quote from Julia Cameron. And it's something like we write to write our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my contributors for my multi-author book that just launched, Invisible No More, Stepping Into the Spotlight. She, I love what she said in one of the interviews that we had. Um, she said, we are taking our pen back to write our own stories. Yes. I was yes. like, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> yes. That is power. Yes. But isn't that creativity? That's what I like. That's how I would. Yes. You own it. Yeah. Defining yourself. I love that. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's like you're saying it's we're stepping into our essence. We're owning our essence. We're connecting with who we are at a core and writing our story whether the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, it's life is life and it's, it's ebbs and flows and learning all over the place, but it's being yeah. open to it, which is what I just really love about your journey in doing these different things. But to me, there's, I keep coming back to the word. I think that there's connection because one thing leads to another and just builds on itself to then mm -hmm. where you're just in that essence in the end, like this is where, and the journey continues, but it's, it's building on your essence and finding all these aspects of yourself along the way. Yeah. I would say, a, you know, a give creativity. I mean, it is connection because it, it's connection to your to yourself. And I really don't think that we can experience genuine connection with others until we are connected and rooted in ourselves first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, the connection in knowing who you are at the deepest levels 
and bringing forth that the joy or the expression of all the the emotions but I really like to focus on that joy because it's like to me personally and then other artists that I know when they tap into that that's typically what comes out and you think that it's going to come I did, you know, years ago from some, somebody or something. And and then when I have the somebody or the something, then I will feel X, Y, and Z. And it's like, but in that connection, in that willingness to sit and listen to that still small voice and, and do what it suggests or show up and terrified and do it. Mm-hmm. that's the space for the the joy and um i don't know i just don't think there's really anything that compares to that like in life for me personally um yeah, yeah because then that connects with others by connecting with yourself in in that way or hell the pain like you're saying that you know all of the things just being in your truth about it um it gives other people then the space to show up as they are who they really are because when we i i completely agree when we stand in who we are then people aren't it's not confusing (laughs) it's people are either going to you know, it doesn't matter really if, if you're standing in your power and you're comfortable with who you are, you're not so caught up on, do they like me or do they don't like me, but it's not confusing who you're showing up as. It's like, this is who I am. And the people that you are, feel a connection with and an attraction to are those that you're going to be good with instead of being like this whole flip-flop of, well, maybe I'll do this one day and this another day. And people are like, it's more aggravating. Yeah. But it's like that battle. I mean, I don't know how you experienced it, but it's like, I feel like it's that internal battle that's always happening of what we should be and how we and and, um, versus, but this is who I am and Mm -hmm. which side is going to win out, you know, um, and lead, which, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the struggle of, um, do I seek outside of myself to become uh, better or improved or successful, like whatever your word is, or do I do my work internally first and get clear about who I am and what I want to express and then show up from that place? Mm-hmm. I think that I was for sure one of them. And I feel like that's the way of the world, unfortunately, is that I am not enough now. So I need to go get something to be more instead of owning that I am right. creative and connected to the all human potential. I just have to have the guts to show up and express that. Mm, the guts. There it is. There it is. So you know what? Let's hear. So it'll be fun to hear about ways that you express yourself personally, ways that you bring creativity into your own life. Want to hear more about this with travel, music, morning routines, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like in your life. Yeah. 
I think the most um, powerful way that um, I use that, uh, use creativity as a daily practice, it um, comes from Julia Cameron. I reference this book all the time, The Artist's Way. Um, so many of the, the tools and the practices in there, I still do. Um, oh my God, I think I'm in eight years now. So mm -hmm. I write, you know, I do the morning pages or the stream of consciousness, like you said, every day, the three pages, longhand. Mm -hmm. um, do you do I it every say, morning? I do. I'm pretty consistent about six days a week. I might That's let amazing. one slide, mm -hmm. but when I do, I'm crabby. Like mm -hmm. she said. Mm -mm. Um, and then I really think it's important um, for me that time of silence so that I can listen. Mm -hmm. um, to hear like what's next, hear my intuition, hear my creativity. Um, and I write, um, I love to travel to off the beaten path places. Haven't done that so much because of the pandemic um, lately, but just kind of showing up and just seeing what turn, turns up with, instead of making a rigid plan that doesn't allow for the exploration. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the key things for me is I write, I do write every day, the journaling prompts um, and that silence, the sitting in silence to hear. Mm. Mm -hmm. Do you start off that way in the, that in the morning? I do, yep. I sure do. And then, you know, um, I don't know if being in my body in a way, I feel like, you know, I do some stretching and stuff like that. I feel like that's relevant just kind of to get grounded in my body and be aware of like what I'm actually feeling, you know, yeah. in, in my gut, in my heart. Um, but it's in the silence that, and the more time that I've allowed myself to just be quiet, I don't turn on no TV my rule is create before you consume. That's mm. my mantra. <laughs> mm. Yeah. There's your quote. I give each person a quote. There's many quotes that you've said so far, but that's your oh, quote. Create okay. before consume. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just being open to that, letting that spontaneous, you know, I say inner child just kind of come out like, okay, what do you want to do today? Um, and, and honoring, honoring that side of ourselves, I think is, is um, the key to that inner harmony and well-being. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. What about you, Hollis? How does that show up? I'm I know you're it's just making me I'm thinking of this story. I'm like, do I share it? Do I not share it? But I'll share it. <laughs> when you were talking about spontaneous years and years ago when my husband and I drove cross country, um <laughs> and this is still an argument to this day, and it's been like 28 years. <laughs> he was like, When we go by, because we're going to California and we're on the East Coast in Philadelphia, he's like, When we go through um Salt Lake City, we'll stop and, you know, get off the freeway and look around and da da da. So then, as we were passing by all the signs for Salt Lake City, I was like, wait a minute, aren't we stopping? And then he started yelling, <laughs> we're going to get lost if we get off the track. I'm like, oh my God, who are you? 
you said we were going to stop. <laughs> Did you stop? No, we kept going, which is oh. still like to this day, he's like, he's still, he's not in complete acknowledgement that that happened. <laughs> it's just one of those silly things, but you're right. It's like that taking the time to explore. We thought that we were on a timeline and that he had to be there by within three days, which okay. when we got there, we didn't have to be there within three days. <laughs> it was mm. a week, like, okay. Um, but it was fun. Just the adventure of something like that in it. We, it's those things that don't go perfectly that are the stories and the things that you remember. So in a good way, as we were going across, we went in the summertime in a Mitsubishi that had no air conditioning. And oh, goodness. I know. And there were many funny stories along the way with that a little heat stroke, a little, you know, all this stuff going on, but it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's how I, for me personally, that's how the, like I make space for creativity in my life is when I'm, willing to indulge the whims of my inner child. Ooh, that's pretty. Ooh, I want to stop and, and look at that. What's that? I want to take a picture of that, like just being spontaneous, like in the moment, um, what comes up, like you said, you just never know what's around the corner. Well, and that's what I actually, in my sleep, I was saying a lot. <laughs> He's like, you kept saying, Ooh, that's pretty. <laughs> I was saying it in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pretty. <laughs> yeah. So it went into the subconscious. But um, so I'm curious about also, so, so, so many places that you have traveled. Mm -hmm. um, maybe talking about places that you really enjoyed, but then also you touched upon like food. Is food something mm -hmm. that you enjoy? I do, but I must tell you, I would not say I am a person to experiment widely or vastly with food. I have sampled, but I definitely have uh, my reservations about like, I'm never trying that. I don't want to try this. <laughs> But try like eyeballs or anything. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> nope, not doing that. Um, but in terms of like places to go, I, I don't um, have anything that comes to mind immediately where I'm like, oh God, no, I don't want to go there. Um, I'm very open um, to that. And you, for me, the experience as a flight attendant, I got to learn so much about myself, right? In that contrast of you know, being an American and um, the first place that comes to mind is like Italy. That's like one of my favorite countries. And mm -hmm. um, I've been in a few, few of the cities there, but their way of life and living is so different yeah. than Americans. They really enjoy their life, their <laughs> friendships, their food, and damn, do they look good while they're doing it. They can dress their ass off. You know, they it are is so, so true. <laughs> so I just was in love with that country, especially um, Rome. 
just all the history, the, you know, all the sites, um, the buildings, it's just so beautiful there. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, and just thinking about like, as Americans, we're so, well, I was too in the rat race and we're trying to hurry up and, and we don't have time for fun. We got to, you know, I'm from the Midwest, right? So the mantra is the early bird gets the worm. You know, I got a, a work ethic that's been drilled into me since I was a child. We don't enjoy, we get things done. And, and then if there's time for joy <laughs> later, right? Like, okay, then we'll get there. But that's kind of the, the MO. And I feel like Italy, Rome in particular, it's just the opposite. It's like, yeah, we work, but we're also having a good time. We're going to enjoy our life every day, not wait until we're 65 and we're retired and then decide to enjoy your life. No, we're going to engage in the entire process. That was just mm -hmm. eye opening for me. I like that. Engage in the entire process. Yeah. 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 I was in um, Venice and yeah. um, for six weeks Ooh. On, a, on a program through school and um, it really was, it was beautiful. And I have to say at the time I wasn't completely present because I was kind of stuck on missing home. Oh, so it's that interesting looking back on it. It's like, Hollis, Oh my God, what's your problem? <laughs> you're, you're in Italy. Yeah. And, but mindset, it goes to that mindset, I think of not being fully in your essence, in your now. And, um, if I were to tell my younger self, you know, wake up, you're here for six weeks, really enjoy this. And then I started really stepping into it. And yes, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, the life is so much different and I will never forget like as a group, one time we were sitting on along the canal at a really long table with, it's just like a movie, you know, the white tablecloth and the candles and the many courses being served. And in the distance, there was uh, music playing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, am I in a movie? <laughs> like, this is insane. And it's real life. Yeah, like every day for them, you know. Um, yeah, I, I have not um, had the pleasure of spending time in Venice. It's definitely on the list, but just that, that travel, like you said, just like, wow, every, the mindset is so, um, so very different. And I, I just want to say like two other things about travel mm -hmm. um, and contrasting my own experience as an American, something else that um, out of all the places I've been to that really stood out to me is how welcoming um, the Australians are. And yep. I would say the same thing with the Irish. I was just very impressed with that. They're very um, personable and welcoming, very welcoming, mm. more so than any place else I've ever been. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been to I haven't been to either. It's good and to know. Yeah, just like wow, it made me think like maybe we need to soften up a bit um, as Americans and not be so 
so harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that just really stood out for me. And then uh, one other thing as I'm saying that, their television, um, their news, Hollis, interestingly enough, and in Sydney, mm-hmm. there was, I'm going to say none, but maybe 2% coverage of, of violence of some and and, like it just was non-existent so what did they talk about (laughs) um food like the news was you know food what's happening at the beach and the new stores like it was never about you know we've had these mass shootings and just all of the things that's like unfortunately a part of our everyday lives here as americans the the violence no. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because today I unfortunately had to be in a situation with a family with my brother, but he's okay, where we had to go to an urgent care. And um as I was waiting, as my mom and him were in the back room and I was waiting in the uh air waiting area, the news was I never watched the news. And mm-hmm. it was playing it every story was about, you know car hijackings and shootings and all this kind of stuff. And I went up to the person at the front and I said, can we change the channel, please? Like this sucks. <laughs> like, I don't want to have, this is already a stressful situation. I don't want to have to watch this. And um, of course it's a choice, but when the noise is there, I just don't want to have to uh, look at it. So anyway, she couldn't change the channel. She's like, I had to wait for the other person to come back. And my mom and brother came out anyway. But it's just, and there was somebody else in the waiting room where we started talking. I said, I never watch the news. She's like, neither do I. I just never watch it. It's just so depressing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree 100%. And then um, what was, I know you asked two questions and I feel like I've deviated again. No, it's good. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) And then... um, I already forgot what your second like question was related to travel. Well, because I said, how do you incorporate more creativity into your own life? Oh, okay. So I did. I did feel like I answered that. Yeah. 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 Okay. (laughs) You did good. You did good. (laughs) Is there anything else you want to say on that before we go into our third and final question? Just that for all of um, the people out there that want to tap into their creativity and find their voice and consider all the different avenues um, and ways of doing that and and travel if that excites you Um, because I I feel like it sparks a lot of ideas and flow and yeah right it's it's when we're doing things that we enjoy whether it's exercise, going for walks, hanging out with people, expressing or, you know, doing things within the visual arts, traveling, listening to music, whatever it is, just like you said, it opens yourself up. You get out of your head. You get out of that inner critic voice. You get out of like all that other crap. And that's when you just are, there's that word in flow and in for me i get the downloads and i just feel joy 
yeah. simply. Yeah. So you just confirmed that for me saying that I'm like, well, I don't know other artists that I know in myself that experience of that joy, but yeah. So you know what? And yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's really not that complicated. It's, it's kind of like we make it complicated, but when we do things incorporated into our lives, these things that feel good to us, then we're happier human beings. I absolutely agree. And yet it can be one of the hardest things to make yeah. space for to just have fun and enjoy with no agenda. Yeah, goes to what you said, just kind of have that, have that spontaneous inner child of honoring that and in whatever way that could look like, go a different way to work, walk a different way to the store, go on a different path, um, make a little bit of a different decision switch up the time that you wake up, you know, whatever yeah. it is, it's making these changes. It makes yeah. a big difference. It does. So as we're to the top of the hour and the third and final question, which kind of wraps everything up and puts a nice little bow on it is why do you think creativity is important? I feel like it's not even a matter of importance as much as it is about honoring yourself and what you are. Mm -hmm. I would say it's everything. Without it and without that connection to yourself in that way, I don't think you'll be a happy human being. Um, it roots you, it grounds you, it helps you grow, um, it keeps you alive and engaged uh, with life. Um, and I just lost you. Can you hear me? Danica, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Did you get a phone call? No. Oh, all of a sudden you just went out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, no you're no good. Phone call. <laughs> all of a sudden the, the mute thing came up. So you said you feel more engaged. You feel more aligned. Yeah. And just more like purpose and rooted in your confidence and your clarity. So it's like creativity is, is everything creating the space for that. It is, the one thing I think that we should all be excited about and really making the time and the space to tune into because I mean, it will just, it will, it will transform your life. Your quality of life will, I don't know, I'm going to say uh, 100 times improve by making the space for the things that bring you joy with no agenda other than to simply have a good time and do what you love, whatever that is. Well, everybody, we've just solved all your problems. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> there we go. Oh my gosh, Janika. So can you please tell everybody how they can find you? Sure. 
Um, you can find me on my, uh, my website is learningtofly.org and that's the number two. Or you can find me on Instagram at Danica underscore, uh, my last name is Glenn, it's G-L-E-N-N. Oh, I suppose I should probably spell my first name too, huh? Not an easy name. Um, it's D-A-N-E-I-K-A. Um, or you can um, follow my Facebook business page and that's Learning to Fly Coach. And that's the number two again. Wonderful, wonderful. So this has been so much fun having you in the space. Thank you so much, Danica, for coming. And thank you, Hollis, for having me. I've enjoyed it. So appreciate you. So before we say our goodbyes, is there any final words that you have? Anything that you were like, oh, I wish I said that. I'm sure I'm going to have that as soon as we get off the call. <laughs> but right now, nope. <laughs> right now you're good. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Well, again, thank you. And those joining us live, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you. You could be doing anything with your hour and you chose to spend it here with us. So we appreciate you. And those catching the replay, this is all about inspiring each other, sharing stories and connecting. So please like, follow, share so we can lift each other up and I believe we've always needed this, but I think we need it now more than ever, more than ever. So wherever you are in this world, we wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good evening. And we'll be talking again soon. So goodbye, everybody. Feeling inspired? Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. You feel more connection to yourself, connection to others, and huh? be a happier, more joyful person. Just imagine that. So you are where you are in the process. So you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace, or you can dive right in. Here at I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing, we meet you where you are. So there are so many ways to check us out. Explore our experiential kits. They have everything in them that you need to try new things. You don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore. There's Creative Shui, which is seven elements to join happiness. Through the Publishing House, Express Yourself Publishing, multi-author books, coffee books, solo book opportunities. It is all about expression all about it and it's again just trying these things and realizing what you're good at don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't we are not made for boxes <laughs> there is also my tv show i am creative check it out the links are all in the body of this podcast you can just click the link and you know what don't say oh maybe i'll check it out tomorrow life's too short just click it see what it's about there is honestly no judgment it's all about exploring the possibilities expressing yourself and expanding your thinking i will give you the website which is iamcreativephilly.com so iamcreativephilly p-h-i-l-l-y.com and just remember that you are an expressive being so own it i am looking forward to hearing your story because we all have one <laughs>